What's going on? It's your host, Saint, back with the Grind Season Podcast, episode two. It's been an eventful few weeks since the last one, of course. Um, you know, some behind-the-scenes shit going on, but don't worry about that. You know, um, I just spontaneously decided to start recording this right now because, you know, I felt like it, and it's been a while. And, um, yeah, I don't have a list of topics necessarily for this one. Last one I did. I, wrote, I had wrote down the albums I want to talk about, basically. This, I have no fucking clue what's going to happen, but we're doing it. All right, cool. So, damn, you know, I, I said on the last one, we have to get a co-host on here. And I'm, I'm working on it. I have someone who wants to do it. Um, our, our, we're both pretty busy, and um, this is, I, it's fucking 12.30 here right now, midnight. And um, it's the only time I could slot recording this in i guess i just realized right now that i probably should because it's been a while but yeah um hopefully next one i know i said that last time hopefully by the next one i won't be talking to the fucking audacity this garbage ass system hey no offense to audacity but offense because this is complete garbage i don't know i have i have fl studio i don't know how to use it and my bro my bro has been telling me to get on um a waveform traction waveform that's another daw um but but you know for right now we're um we're on audacity and i've been on this for a good while ever since i've been making music so like maybe two years yeah so two years i've been on audacity and it fucking sucks and i know it does but it's what i know how to use and i know it like the back of my hand now um not just you know uh, you know making songs but also making beats that's how you really you can really learn a lot of this stuff by mixing different instruments, different ways and all that sorts of technical bullshit, you know, that you have to deal with. But it's, it's, I feel, okay, so here's the thing about music production, right? It's supposed to be fun, but a lot, if you don't have the, like, if you have a budget, or in other words, if you're fucking broke, then it's a lot less fun and a lot more troubleshooting to get, just to get it done. Just so much more work if you don't have access to all the professional resources to just get it done, get what you want to do done. Like if you're if you're new if you're new to making beats, right? There's there's even stuff on um, on browse like just online, not even an app. Like I forget off the top of my head what it's called, but there is like a a DAW that it's just yeah it's just on the browser. Oh, fuck, I have. A couple friends that like just started toying with making beats um yeah and they're on that i'm trying to give me a second to remember what it's called it's not coming to me now but i'll i'll, I'll figure it out eventually and so they were talking about this in a group chat and i figured i've never heard of this so i'm gonna go check it out and i tried see i tried it and it's kind of intuitive it's very basic there's not that much like um, effects you can put like stock effects that you can put in it i mean i guess why would there be right on a free free browser thing like that like even even audacity is like miles ahead of it but um yeah just making just trying to make a beat on that it just made me realize like if you don't have like a certain amount of patience and you also don't have the resources to get professional software and equipment it's really fucking hard to do anything music production related you know the own you can always write though that's the thing about writing it's um not just 
for rap, but just songwriting in general, and even, um, you know, screenwriting or anything like that, writing a book, shit like that. It's not really um, anything that's impeding you from making progress in, in, in a sense with those kinds of things, because, you know, Microsoft Word, you can fucking get that, right? Or Google Docs, whatever, and then you're off to the races. So that's, that's kind of what, what the uh, main thing that separates um, beat making from writing in terms of accessibility, you know what I'm, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's way easy, like the barriers for entry for writing is so much lower. <laughs> like you could, I know people that do it in the notes app and there's, no, I'm not shitting on that. There's nothing fucking wrong with that. I just, um, Google Docs is what I use mostly. And I also write and started writing in a notebook recently too. But yeah, the notes app for writing songs, um, I guess, I mean, it's just that actual word processors, it just allows you to be more organized, right? But yeah, not shitting on the notes app, that's great. Write wherever you want, right? Who gives a fuck, but yeah. Um, there's actually, I'm reminded of it now, there's this app called um, Rhymer's Block or something like, something very similar to that, if it's not that. I'm just thinking of it off the top of my head. I don't quite remember the name, but I've written a few songs on it, and what it lets you do is once if you, once you put in like two bars it, it highlights the rhymes like i don't know if y'all ever seen this like videos on instagram or youtube where it has like an eminem verse and it highlights all the rhymes where it lets you see the rhyme scheme so this app is like that like you write a song in it and then it shows you all the rhymes and i it's fucking great like i don't know i don't know why it's just more fun when you can see the rhyme scheme i guess maybe if you don't have like you're not putting any thought into the rhyme scheme when you're writing rap, then it's kind of whatever. Like, why would you need it? But for me, yeah, it was a really fun experience using that. It's not like super practical because, like the Notes app, it doesn't allow you to be doesn't allow you to be very organized with your shit. But yeah, just seeing like the different levels of what you're writing as you're writing it, right? <laughs> Could you imagine if they paid me to say that? Fuck, <laughs> convince myself to do it again. Holy shit. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's called Rhymer's Block. Yeah, I have I struggle with fucking remembering the names of shit. Like, for example, I'll um, record a song and then as I'm trying to, after I export it, as I'm trying to import it into something else, maybe whether it be SoundCloud or like a, like a software that allows you to turn it, to combine it into like a one image music video to put on YouTube. Um, I, I forget the name of it. Like, I'm sitting there looking through my files. Like, what the fuck did I name the song that I just recorded? You know? <clears throat> and I'm not usually scatterbrained. Like, that's just specifically that. Like, I have a hard time with the names of songs and albums and shit like that. Like, and it's even weird because it's, like, my creation. And I'm forgetting it, you know? And <clears throat> I think something that ties into that is, like, rappers forgetting their lyrics like i seen this one video uh apology yeah it was apology on instagram where they're gonna give him like he's gonna win some sort of fucking prize by this youtuber if he can like sing all the lyrics off the top of his head of his most famous song like along to the instrumental and he couldn't <laughs> he got he got through like one verse and then he couldn't do it like, he could not remember the lyrics of this hit, fucking massive hit so <clears throat> you know and I don't know why that is, 
like you should in theory if like from outside in perspective you should be able to remember the lyrics to your own shit but i feel at like the more you write and the more you build up kind of a repertoire of just fucking words that you've put on a page it's just so it just becomes so much harder to pick like pick apart one like what did i fucking say on this you know yeah it's easier to be reading it like i know i see i know people that go to the studio and they don't even have their phone with them for the lyrics like they just remember like dog how like it's it it just doesn't make sense to me like i can't remember the lyrics to my own shit without reading it you know and yeah it definitely helps with delivery for me to be reading it instead of trying to remember it and i i see i've seen people say that it's the opposite for them right it's easier it, it allows better delivery if they're not reading it if they're just focusing on the actual performance than also reading it and that makes perfect sense but that's just not what works for me you know and i wish it did but you know to each their own and it's not even just with music like anything creative to each their own for real like everyone has their own process and what works for them and um that's just kind of the way it is you know i have this app my bro um who's been rapping longer than me kind of like put me on a little bit um <laughs> well not really but to be continued on that anyways um this guy fucking like writes in his head like he doesn't touch notes app google docs notebook whatever like he hears it. it's crazy so so i was actually writing with him once in my life we just had our bros crib and decided to start writing this track and so he pulls up this beat from gmail and he's just sitting there zoning off into space fucking like coming up with bars i'm like it's mind-boggling to me like you don't need to write it down <laughs> like what the fuck is going on here i was so confused but yeah, so that's how he writes. Like, he just sits down, stares off into space, and it comes up with the dopest shit, like, in his head. And then he doesn't, um, yeah, he doesn't ever write it down. And then just records it like that. So I think that's wild, right? That you don't, because I need to see my thoughts organized on the page. You feel me? That's just how I work. And a lot of people I know, too, like, it's just, it's just so much easier. Like, if I, that's probably one of the reasons why I'm not super good at freestyling. I just don't have really that ability to come up with shit um, off the top of my head, right? Even even if it's technically writing, not freestyling, obviously, if you're doing it in that, in that sense, right? But, you know, it's just kind of a foreign concept to me. Like, I've never tried that, like coming up with bars in my head and not writing it down but it's not a freestyle, you know what I mean, and, you know, again, to each their own, like, whatever works, works, it, and it's, I actually applaud him for, you know, for having that different style of writing, because that's just, that's just crazy to me, right, like I said, that's, that's completely foreign, like, I've never, I, <laughs> I guess I could try it, but, uh, <laughs> I don't fucking know, I mean, it's kind of his signature thing, like, yeah, he doesn't, yeah, and then, and then he goes to the studio, and he doesn't have any <laughs> written lyrics, like, he just knows it, and that's, that's so crazy to me, man, but yeah, anyways, um, I want to say that I'm gonna have, let's see, at least two or three tracks coming out by the end of summer, I was 
pushing for the al- I'm still pushing for the album. But at the rate it's going, I don't know if it's going to be done by the end of summer cuz I don't want to give away too much, but the concept kind of relies on it being released in summer, so if it's come like mid-September and I'm halfway done, I'm just going to wait till next year and come up with some different shit, you feel me? That's that's pro- that's going how it's going to go down. So right now it's um July 27th. So I have a month. I have a month to make to make an album and I have three tracks written. Two or three. So it's going to be interesting. I don't know exactly the direction I want to take it in. other than I do have the concept and I have a general sound. But in terms of like I don't know if I want it to just be a collection of tracks or like a cohesive narrative to pimp a butterfly kind of thing. I don't mean to pimp a butterfly in quality. Relax, I'm not Kendrick, but <laughs> but like just in the way that yeah the way the narrative is set up and how every track plays into like a bigger story, and that takes a while to even just conceptualize. See, like I said, I have have the sound and like the vision in mind, but I don't have, I don't, yeah, I don't know how I want it to be sequenced. That's a, that's a huge thing that's just so overlooked by a lot of, I guess, amateur musicians. I don't know if I want to use the word amateur in this situation, but I guess, you know, they don't, when they're putting out an album, and I'll, I'll come back to this in a second, putting out an album, but when they do that, or an EP, they don't take any account really into the sequencing of it, into ha- like meticul- meticulously placing the fucking tracks in such a way that it enhances the experience that much more because an album isn't just an album is supposed to be more than the sum of its parts you know what I mean so and and of course you'll have albums that are literally just a, a playlist like Drake had one I don't I'm blanking on the name but it literally said on the album cover a playlist by October's very own so you can do that but uh, yeah I don't know I just think there's something more special when you have uh, a narrative to go along with it that's one of the main reasons why I like uh, Good Kid Mad City so much because he's telling he's literally recounting his life through an album and yo I know people that fucking listen to albums on skip if you listen to albums on skip Tune out of this fucking podcast right now, because you are a menace to society, for real. How, like, I won't even get into that, but yo, that just, that shit just pisses me off, for real. If you listen to albums on Skip, you ride the fucking short bus, bro. What's wrong? Anyways, I, I was gonna, I was gonna, I wanted to touch on this before, but I figured I'd finish my point first. Um, a lot of, see, there's channels on YouTube. Um, it's like, kind of rappers but you don't really hear their music you just see them talk and it's like kind of showing you how the music industry works in their eyes and like giving you tips on i don't know how to how to maximize streams and profits and all that shit i don't know and then they sell they how they always have a product to push right there's always a book or like a pdf or a class fucking <clears throat> like a live course that you buy excuse me um, yeah, anyways, yeah, YouTube channels like that, um, they always say about rap that, like, you should put out, put out lots of singles, put out, build, build up your, 
fan base and streams and uh, clout with all these crazy radio singles, you know, and then have like fucking 10, ten have 10 singles and don't drop an album, just release them month after month and then have all this promo and like, bro, there's no formula to doing this shit. You can pretend there is to get money, but art is fickle and people's attention spans are tiny. So yes, you need to um, catch your audience's eye, but you're kind of just missing the point completely if you're if you have 20 songs and you release them all as singles during 20 months. Like, I guess if you want to do that, do you. If that's what works, go for it. If that's what you want to do, whatever. But it kind of, yeah, it kind of takes, it kind of subtracts from the value of your art when it's just you're looking at it purely from a commercial standpoint, right? Like you're basing the value of it to yourself on what others think of it. I think that's that's a really problematic mindset. And again, if you want to release 20 singles over 20 months, yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, albums are where it's at, man. Don't Don't listen to these fucking YouTube channels. If you want to um get fucking i don't know maximize streams like they say then buy the fucking book but yeah i um i just like i don't know i yeah i just like, like yeah like i said before i like the cohesiveness of an album it's it's an experience listening to an album right and some some albums are not all that and then some are fucking amazing to listen to for the for the first time i listened to so I, I'm a Cole fan, and I've heard songs from 2014 Force Souls Drive like from way before, and then like I guess a year ago, I just sat down and said I'm gonna listen to 2014 Force Souls Drive, all the way through right, and like holy fuck, I had never listened to an album like, with the intention of just sitting down and listening to an album before that, but like holy fuck, this is a new experience, and then I went through Kendrick shit and yeah, it's just it elevates it to another level than just um yeah just singles you know like you can't tell you can't really tell a story over singles you can tell a story on the song but unless there's um like a cohesive element with other other stuff that you've created it's it's just standalone you know well obviously it's a single standalone but you know what i mean like it does it just it takes in my opinion it takes something away from the the artistic point of it and just kind of hones in on a marketing aspect of it you know for and this is i'm kind of alone in this i feel like but when the first the first album the first serious album i dropped that i pushed to everything heavily you know it was daydreams and then um i plan to yeah i plan to have this whole promo scheme and like buy instagram ads whatever to get more traffic but after i dropped it I just had like satisfaction from having something released and out and completed and being able to draw a line under it and start anew, you know? I just, I got satisfaction from that. So after I dropped it and a few days come by, I didn't, I didn't really want to promote it too much. Like I sent it to some Discord servers that I was in and like made a few posts on Reddit. But yeah, other than that, I didn't, I didn't push it. And um, it's, and it still did, for for my audience size, it did decent numbers, you know, and I had I have I, I had a lot of help with that from from my bros, and I appreciate that, you know, 
we um yeah we try we try real hard with that one yeah but after yeah so after i dropped it i'm just like fuck i don't want to i don't want to market this i don't want to turn this into a whole thing uh fucking i don't want to i don't want to commercialize this yeah i just i'm not make i wouldn't make money off this anyways so what am i doing promoting it to spending money that i won't get back on something that i'm already happy with so yeah i just chose not to um yeah i feel like a lot of people just don't consider that anymore because i don't know why <laughs> but just making an album for the fuck of it i guess if your main goal or one of your main goals is money rather than the satisfaction of creating then yeah whatever you're gonna be like that but yeah i just i just didn't want to promote it because i was it was perfect the way it was even though there's lots of improvements obviously could could have been made on that and in retrospect i probably probably shouldn't have fucking put it out with some of the tracks i did but it was you know ah, you know like you just get that feeling of i fucking completed this i put all this work into it and people enjoyed it and you know that's a good feeling and then that was it that was it for me for daydream so on to the next one, as I said, I'm gonna wrap this fucking podcast up. Damn, I've been talking for a while, but yeah. Late summer nights, hopefully end of August, but if not, I have some fucking singles <laughs> coming. Uh, yeah, but that's gonna do it. Next one, we're gonna have a co-host. Alright, cool. Later. <laughs>